Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Record with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots His stocks through the roof, I heard you from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will Disappointing, we played, you know, but thought we battled against Texas A&M You know, we've now had two home games where we're not, you know, exhibiting the energy that we need to so obviously, you know, toughness, rebounding, offensively sharing the ball. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We uh, played against a good team that, that played with more energy and more connectedness and more toughness than what we played with. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Arkansas took pretty good care of the basketball over the weekend. They only turned it over five times. And Arkansas got eight more field goal attempts in the game than South Carolina did. <laughs> and Arkansas outscored, as Wes pointed out, South Carolina on second chance points, 14-5. to But Arkansas lost at home by double digits again. 77-64. B.J. Mack, 18 points in 24 minutes. With nine rebounds and three assists. That's an efficient day. Yeah, he's from Wofford. I remember Arkansas initially reached out to him, but I don't know how serious the interest was. Well, they should have been more serious. B.J. Mack was shooting 29% from the three-point line coming into this game. He made his first three. Now, they were wide-open threes. I don't know if that was the game plan. You know, sometimes Coach Bosselman's been like, we want that guy to shoot. Yeah. We feel like that's basically a turnover because he's going to miss it. We're going to get the rebound. Mm-hmm. Or if it was just such bad defense that he, he got open looks. But B.J. Mack was their best player Saturday. And it's been Michi Johnson. They did a very – Devo did a great job on Michi Johnson. Eight points. Uh, so what was his total numbers? Uh, his shooting Eight and seven. Per- he was two of seven from the floor. Two Eight points, seven yeah. rebounds. Yeah. You can live with that. That's what I said. If you told me before the game, Michi Johnson had eight points, and Arkansas has more second chance points, fourteen to five. I'm like, they win this game. Mm-hmm. That's a good win. Good job. But the other guys, the other guys, South Carolina had five guys in double digits. Is that right? Besides yes. Michi, or Not only had eight? Him. Yeah, they had four total. Four, four total. total? Yep. The other guys. Yeah. The other guys beat Arkansas. Yeah, Davis, Zach Davis gives them a dozen. Cooper with 11, and Murray Boyles had 11. So, 
I don't know. It was just, uh, and then they got, they fought their way back in. It just, it's, there's just something about this team, man. <laughs> I mean, they would they get within five, maybe late. And... Well, they uh, they went on a run um, and made it seven, forty nine, forty two. Devo had a steal and two free throws, and then uh, Tremont Mark hit back to back threes to make it forty nine, forty two. South Carolina takes a timeout. Didn't they go on an 8-0 run afterwards or something? 13-1 run. Okay. Yeah, it was a 5-0 run, then a 13-1 run in all. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's Game a bummer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 10-8 now in the season, 1-4 for Arkansas. Where do you go from here? Well, hopefully you improve Oxford. on offense and defense. Let's start with the defense, which has been the calling card for Eric Musselman. Here's what he said about his team on that end of the floor. We haven't guarded the three all year. I mean, you know, again, it's, you know, it's our issue to fix as a staff, uh, but we're doing the same drills we did when we led the nation in, in defending three, you know, and I don't like to talk about the past, but but I have found myself doing that a lot this year. <laughs> I mean, we know who their shooters are. We knew B.J. Matt. I mean, we talked about it. They're all assigned a color on the strength of shooting ability. So you got to, you know, you've got to be able to go. I mean, we played zone. We played switch, pick and roll. We, we did tried everything tonight, and none of it uh, was successful. And it's not going to be successful unless everybody's connected, uh, everybody's communicating on the floor. Doesn't matter if you play zone, play man, trap. It doesn't, it, you know. So again, that's the toughness, the effort, all that stuff's got to got to improve. Well, as we said earlier, the thing about Arkansas is the offense is not very good, and the good news is I guess the defense is not very good either. Um, so there's that. Here he is on improving the offense, which would be nice. Like, just give me one or the other. I don't care. Yeah, I think struggling. when you can beat your man off the dribble and then find a teammate, that's a, that's a start. But we we're, we have a lot of guys right now that don't know how to set their man up off the ball. I mean, if you watch guys trying to get open, we don't get open enough. We don't cut hard enough. All areas that we've got to continue to try to talk to the team, show them, um, and then we got we, we you know we got we got to have uh, you know guard play to, to beat people off the bounce, and then even I mean they had. They had one-on-one situations at their end where they, you know, B.J. Mack backed us down. I mean, I haven't seen us do that enough uh, one through five position. Well, Ole Miss on Wednesday in Oxford. Kentucky at home on Saturday. Mm. Ole Miss has lost two straight. Who beat them this weekend? I did not see all the scores. Well, LSU and Auburn. That only counts like half a loss because Auburn's really good right now. Especially at home. Yeah, Auburn's tough. Uh, it's going to be very – I mean, you want to talk about an ugly game. As bad as Arkansas's offense has been, now imagine going to Oxford and that defense that Chris Beard plays. I don't even know if they score 60 points against Ole Miss. What did we score against South Carolina? 64? Something like that? 64. 64, yeah. Yeah, I think we go under 60 here. Probably. The uh, Arkansas women over the weekend lost to LSU. By the way, LSU and South Carolina meet up this week, and that will be a fun one to watch if you like women's basketball. 19-2 and now for the Tigers after a comfortable victory over Arkansas, 99-68. And before you freak out, it was a road game, and it was only 31. It's better than losing by 32 at home. At least that's what I heard. Uh, and then over the weekend, too, this was interesting, I thought. I mean, this is, I feel like we're, you know, you, you're just snake bit up in Fayetteville right now. You know what I mean? Your gymnastics team goes out and sets a new program record, and they get a tie out of it. I'm like, well, it's just not your year, guys, right now. I mean, uh, when's baseball start? Soon, right? Well, it was a tie against the number three team in the country Still. on the road. Yeah. And they, they proved that they're worth being number four in the country. No, that's awesome. I'm happy for them. Yeah. I just thought, you know, it's like, geez, you have your best performance ever. You just got to settle for a tie. Also, shouldn't they have like a tiebreaker, Wes? I don't know enough about gymnastics. I mean, maybe we have like a vault-off or something. I don't know. just seems like somebody should be declared a winner. What are we doing? I agree. If I got to go all the way to Tuscaloosa, I want either win or lose. I'm an idiot. I know that. So those of you who are gymnastics experts out there going, you don't know what you're talking about. I admit that. I know that. It seems like somebody should win or lose. It's like we used to tie on hockey. We don't anymore. Let's, let's do something else. Yes, concur. You look like you're really setting up for something over there, big guy. I am, uh, man. I, I pulled it up because I was, I was wondering about the, the number of offensive rebounds from Trevin Brazil. I pulled up SEC stats only. 
through five games, Trevin Brazil has five offensive rebounds. That's one a game. Yeah, uh, but I don't think he's had – he must have had a uh, like one, like two, three, two. one game or something. Yeah, because uh, he didn't have any this past game or the one before. Um, and he's averaging six rebounds in the five SEC games. He's averaging 7.6 points. He's shooting 18% from the three-point line and 38% from the field. That's a start right there. They got to get Trevin Brazil going. You're right. They, that's that should be arguably the best player on the team. Uh, of course, right now, Tremont Mark is the best player. He needs to be the second best player on this team. They've got to get more out of him than one for three uh, from the floor in 26 minutes or whatever he played against South Carolina Saturday. Concur. Tennessee, by the way, beat Alabama in a uh, pretty highly touted matchup. And as we mentioned, Ole Miss got handled at Auburn, 82-59. to Florida won at Missouri. I keep trying to tell you guys, and you believe me anyway. I don't I have to talk you into it. Uh, Missouri stinks, and Arkansas is going to have to wait till next week for their big chance, I think. Kentucky, 105-96 over Georgia. What a game. And Christian, I know you uh, are familiar with this guy, but they've got the big... Zvonimir uh, Vesic. Is he Russian? No, he is uh, Croatian. Croatian, okay. I believe. He is uh, real nice. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, obviously, that was his first game. We need to see if he can keep it up, but that's a good piece for Kentucky. And A&M won at LSU. That was a, a game that we thought was mm. kind of a toss-up game, and we felt like it was an important one for A&M. Certainly, LSU had gotten off to a good I, start. I remember talking with a uh, previously employed Buzz employee, uh, John Neighbors. Never heard of him. About... Kentucky and yeah. how they're going to be actually good this year. And he's like, well, we said that every year, and they get all the five stars. He's like, no, they don't. They haven't been getting the five stars the past five years, or the past few years. Yeah. They got them this year. They're good. Zvonimir. Zvonimir Visic. Visic. That's right. I, I saw his pronunciation to the crew after the game. Hmm. Uh, 13 points on a three of four three-point shooting night. Five boards, two assists. He got a tech for uh, pulling himself up on the rim. He got a flagrant foul for running through a dude. Um, I mean, he did a little bit of everything. He's fun to watch. I will I think say he that. Had two steals and three blocks. He ain't gonna be a one tiny bit of fun on Saturday in Fayetteville. That's no. for sure. Gosh, big guy. Yeah. I don't think he played that many minutes. I think it may have been like eighteen. Yeah. He's gonna be a problem. I'll give you uh, three guesses. Okay. Who's Arkansas's second leading scorer in SEC play? Second leading scorer. Well, we know who the leading scorer is. Tremont Mark. Yes. Okay. Second leading scorer. For Arkansas uh-huh. in SEC play. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's, that's a great a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me kind of look at the roster. Let me look here real quick. Uh, I won't look at numbers. Is it Devo? Do, 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 do. That was the first person that came to mind, but I'm guessing it isn't. It's not Devo. Okay. Is it... Devo, by the way, is one for 11 from the three-point line in SEC games only. It's not mm. fantastic. No. Mm-hmm. That's 9%. Uh, Menafield? Uh, not Minifield, no. Is it Graham? Uh, it's not Jalen Graham. Is there another Graham on the roster? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way you said that. Uh, L. Ellis. It is not L. Ellis. Davenport. It is Jeremiah Davenport. Really? Yes, nine points a game. Good for him. Nine points I like a him. Game. I actually really like him. I like you know, to see plays, him get more minutes. He plays with a lot of hustle. And he's he long, too. I like oh, him. I like is, him. You know, more than what most of our players do. Yeah, I like him a lot. Big fan. What's happened to Keon Minifield? Uh, he had that one much. huge game, and yeah. then uh, he's just disappeared. Yeah. Well, he only played two minutes this weekend. He was one of two, so I'd say that's okay. Uh, Joseph Pinion, who's got his he got his praises sung a couple of games ago for his performance, can't find any playing time. He played two twenty five and made his only shot. Uh, and then he played blocker, and blocker we know is not an offensive star, but he played seventeen minutes and. Missed both of his shots. And I don't want to pick on my Central Arkansas native, but... Oh, he's not there to score. Yeah. I know he's not. I know he's there to play defense, and but... And hustle and to scrap and get rebounds. I I, I think he should be playing more. Okay. I, I think this he, he brings something this team needs, and especially defensively. And, and I think you put him and Devo on the floor at the same time with some scores. You got Mark out there, maybe a battle or a Minifield or L. Ellis... I think he goes small with four guards. And I want to see Mitchell play more. I think I think Mitchell brings him some toughness, some size. He bangs a little bit. He yeah. rebounds. Offensively, he's very limited. He makes some mistakes. But, you know, they ran a little pick and roll, and he got a dunk out of it against South Carolina. They, yeah. there, there are things. And we've seen Mitchell produce for this team. They, they, 
They need to get him going I, like I, they've seen, had him playing in years past. I love to argue with you, but I can't argue with anything you just said. I don't I don't know Pretty what annoying. I want to see out of this team. I don't know if there's anything they can do where I'm like, yeah, that's it. I just don't know if there's an answer. Well, he's still trying to mix the ingredients to make the right gumbo, but it has not happened yet, that's for sure. But like you said, I would, I would like to see them play more guards and just see if they can score more. Yeah. I mean, L. Ellis is coming alive. L. Ellis is showing me some things. Like, he was really good in the previous game. He didn't have a bad game this weekend, offensively at least. Three out of nine, nine points, couple so, of couple of rebounds, a couple of assists, one turnover in 23 minutes. I mean, I think Ellis... I like the way he plays. He's pretty. I mean, he's pretty sturdy. Goes to the rim and like, and, you know, takes some abuse and get get finishes. I like Ellis. So with four guards, are you wanting to have Mitchell at the five or Brazil? Yeah, okay. I'm done with Brazil right now. Until he, <laughs> no, I'm seriously. Uh, I I watch guys blow by him time after time Saturday, yeah. and it's just like, well, what are you doing? And then just hang out at the three point line. Uh, the, that doesn't do any good. I almost this, think they're hanging out at the three-point line by his design. Well, you, you, well, here's the deal. They don't have anybody that drives and, and distributes. It's Tremont Mark driving to the hole and finishing. So mm. by you hanging out the three-point line, it takes you out of getting an offensive rebound. It would be another thing if he would crash the board when Mark goes in for a shot yeah. or maybe even cut to the basket to try to get you know attention to him and maybe he dumps it off to you. But when guys are just standing at the three-point line, he's not looking. Ellis is not looking for to distribute. When they drive to the hole, they're, they're to looking to finish. Well, we talked about this all year. There is no way it has escaped Eric Musselman that that's what he's doing. And this, they're also... Yeah, I think it's by design. He's a smart guy. He knows how to read a stat sheet. And he realizes the guy's not being productive. So, you're right. I mean, that's the only explanation. Like, that's what they want him to do. But it is not working at all. I agree. I watched so many times, and it was glaring. And, it, and then I, I just started watching it. There was a shot taken, and nobody went to the glass. Nobody. Everybody started running back. And one of my buddies was with me. What are they doing? And I'm like, well, they're getting back on defense. They're like, that's snowbirding is supposed to be when you're on defense and you mm-hmm. try to yeah. snowbird and get in the easy. These guys are snowbirding to go play defense. And then and they're you not just even start playing watching. Defense well, after that, they don't they don't go they don't attack the glass. They just there's so much standing and watching when yeah. a shot goes up. That may be a focal need to be a focal point. You just got to attack because you're not a good shooting team. There are going to be a lot of opportunities. You're going to be have a lot of misses. We're going to have to get double digit offensive rebounds every game. And right now, they have 37 offensive rebounds in five SEC games. That's, what, about six a game. Well, 11 of those are dead ball ball offensive rebounds. Like, it could be after after a a missed free throw, you know, on that's a two-shot foul. That's called an offensive rebound because you get the shot back. Or it could be just ball goes out of bounds, tipped out of bounds, it's still your ball. They have 26 offensive rebounds that got in their hand after a missed shot. In five games. In five games. With all those missed shots. Yeah. Now, if you were, like, shooting, you know, 55% from the floor, I get it. Right. But when you're shooting 37% from the floor. That's in SEC games? In SEC games. We're shooting 37% from the floor in SEC play? Yes. That's disgusting. It's hard to win like that. Um, so, you know how Muss always tries to get whatever the weakness of the team is? The next year, like when we played Duke and we right. got out physicals, he's like, "Okay, we're going to go out and get big men." I thought this was going to be the shooting team. Yeah. Is this? Mm. Is he going to? Is next year just going to be an Arkansas super team because we're weak at everything? That's a great point. Okay, go get big guy. Need a big I guy. I think that honestly, he's need just a point go guard, out. a true point guard. Mm-hmm. Well, I think honestly, he's just going to go out and get guys that can defend like crazy, and we may score like fifty a game, like Virginia, but we're going to win. No, I don't think he'll go that route. Not to that point. I don't think they could ever well, be that bad offensively. We don't like to play slow like Virginia. But right. Yeah, pace will not... not the not, pace will uh, be that way, but... Right. God, I don't want that. That's awful. It is, it is awful. And by the way, uh, you know, Arkansas started out the year shooting the three pretty pretty good. Yeah. yeah we uh, thought it was going to be a good like shooting team. 34-35%? Battle actually played? Yeah. Uh, they're shooting an SEC play 27% from the three-point line. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a good shooting team right now. It's not a good anything team. Right. Yeah. Well, we broke it down. God, if you took Tremont Mark out of the mix, how bad would this team be offensively? His 20 points a game in SEC play? Yeah. <laughs> not to mention, he's shooting a pretty good well, percentage. How much are we averaging in SEC play? He's shooting 46% from the floor. 
It's pretty good. You take that out and he's taking a line share of the shots, you're probably under 30% or right at 30% as a team. That's gross. Mm. Manifold's actually the best three-point shooter in SEC play at 35%. 5 of 14. I guess that pretty much all came in one game. Yeah, I think so. He did. He made a he made a three this week, didn't he? He in battle? Was he one for two? I don't know, man. I, I kind of I started tuning it out. <laughs> I watched every bit of it, but I was like, I was only half paying attention. I'm like, this is hard to watch. Um, Menafield, one of two from the floor, zero of one from three. Okay. What's our What's our opinion on South Carolina? Um, I think they're they're okay. They're okay. okay. Nothing yeah. special. No. Yeah. I mean, they may squeak in as like a ten seed, but they're not a great team by any means. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle in the SEC. Yeah. Are they three and one now? Oh, two. Three and two. But, you know, we didn't get to see them at their, you know, top strength. Yeah, they didn't have their second best player. That's right. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that the other day. It's like yeah. maybe Arkansas will get lucky and the top player will be out every time. Yeah. Or a, a key player. Yeah, key player. Didn't matter. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, hmm. It's bleak. It's bleak. Yes. I'm hanging by here. a thread. Wes. Must magic. Buddy. Must magic. Buddy. Say it with me. Let go. He's a great coach, right? Yep. Yeah, I agree. He's, got, a, he's a good coach. Very good coach. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Great coaches have won final or have been to the final four and won championships. Sure. He's a good coach. Let go. Let go. No, I said I wasn't going to let go. Let go. Until the end of January. <clears throat> That's what you said, I think. No, I said I've learned my lesson after they started one and five, zero oh and three, and two and four the last three years, and panic set in, and I freaked out. I'm not doing it this year. Not so yet. when do you, when do you allow it? I don't. I said, give me a couple of weeks. So that was the end of January. Panic hasn't set in for me. Apathy has. Yeah. Because I know I what I'm getting. Panic. I mean, I wasn't even. Everybody was all juiced after the win the other day, and I was happy for them. Hmm. But it was still glaring like all the issues. And again, they weren't at full strength. They did have a dude that had a night, but he also shot 32 times. But all those issues were still there. I mean, I wasn't like convinced this was going to be the key point of turning around. I didn't feel great going into South Carolina. Arkansas had a great shooting half against A&M in the first half. Mm-hmm. That's why they scored a ton an of points outlier. and shot well. Yeah, they got up to a stinker outlier. of a start here. That's what yeah. it looks like. That's the anomaly, right? Uh, it's 11-28. Take a break. I need a, I need a break. Well, at least they don't play till Wednesday. Here's the good news. We're not going to quit drinking until February. And so I'm going to need it until like the next couple of weeks. And then by then I'll really be done. So it'll be easy. You're going to load up the rest of January? Yeah. I mean, I was just like, you know. <laughs> They're loading up at Guatney Chevrolet. They got a ton of cars to choose from. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Great deals happening. They got all the deals posted on the website. No payments for three months at Guatney Chevrolet. Still paying top dollar for quality cars and trucks and SUVs that you trade in. Right now, Equinox, $23,999. That is a great deal on a new Equinox. Uh, Tahoe's, good deal. Suburbans, they got a good deal on the Suburban right now. All kinds of things happening at Guatney Chevrolet. They know it's January and know a lot of people are ready to start off the new year with a new car, and they're trying to make it happen at Guatney Chevrolet. So if you're in the market for a new car, or heck, if you've just been thinking about it but can't pull the trigger, I would highly encourage you to go to the website, take a look at the deals and inventory, then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Justin Ankery with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West. Getting you ready for spring. And Laura Beth, let's start with some of the outside options that Coffin by Design West provides for folks who are trying to spruce up their homes this time of the year. We carry a large selection of in-stock steel products, which include leaf blowers, weed eaters, and lawnmowers. As far as sprucing up the house for spring cleaning, you have a lot of other options there as well. We have storage totes, power washers, flower bed tools, planters, fertilizers, all your lawn care needs. It's Coffin by Design West, out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road, Monday through Saturday, online at KauffmanLumber.com. This 
to Sports Center. Arkansas basketball suffered another loss on Saturday, falling to South Carolina at home 77-64. The Razorbacks shot just 37% from the floor and 28% from three, while the Gamecocks were 52% from the floor and 50% from three. After the game, Coach Eric Musselman again harped on his team. Disappointing. We played, you know, but thought we battled against Texas A&M. You know, we've now had two home games where we're not, you know, exhibiting the energy that we need to. So, obviously, you know, toughness, rebounding, offensively sharing the ball. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We uh, played against a good team that, that played with more energy and more connectedness and more toughness than what we played with. Arkansas will go for a much-needed win on Wednesday against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is 15-3 and on the season, but they're coming off back-to-back losses against LSU and Auburn. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Take your yard up to the next level with a Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour Caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. The Bucks are back at the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. It's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. It's not the first thing you think of if you go to L.A. or just in general, right? You got the sun, you got the beach, you got plenty of other things going on. And here, man, and it's harsh winters, right? Auto industry, blue collar, um, things aren't always easy. Um, and I just think that's, you know, that's what we're about. And that, that was... You know, you want something the city can be proud of. Though You can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. You know, I can resonate with those group of guys. Um, you know, they're kind of salty. You know, they, they don't quit. They play hard. Um, and so I, I feel like we've done that. And I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city and this area. And they love it, man. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 
Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. All right. I've got uh, some game balls to give out. i got to give one to Dan Campbell for changing the culture in Detroit. i got more from him in a moment in that same vein, and we'll talk about that in a second. But obviously what they're doing is remarkable. Good for them. They are uh, in the NFC Championship game with a chance to go to their first-ever Super Bowl. Pretty darn cool. And uh, game ball to Brock Purdy, who was pretty average through the game, looked very nervous to me early on. But he comes up with a championship drive. I think it was 4-5 to five in the last drive for 60-ish yards or so. 50-ish yards, whatever. And he ran for 9 on one play, too, which was critical. And set up his his teammate McCaffrey for a touchdown run to provide the final margin. And game ball to Dre Greenlaw for not one but two interceptions in a playoff game. That's ridiculous. There was a stretch in the game where Purdy looked awful. Yeah. Like he was missing throws, missing receivers. I'm like... What's, what's wrong with him? And they were showing his hand. I was like, is there something wrong well, here? He had, the, he had the glove on, struggling yeah. with the rain. Then he took it off, still struggling. He just he was not very accurate no. for a lot of the game. You're right. But then when it mattered, man, he put it together and played well. Yeah, it was Montana-ish. Very, very gutsy at the end. I got a game ball at the Little Rock Trojans wrestling team. Stretch? It was a stretch. Yes, okay. it was. Okay, sorry. You guys just went silent on me. All right. Sorry, I'm trying. I'll let you go ahead. live with that quote. Uh, Little Rock Wrestling Team knocked off a ranked opponent for the first time in school history Friday night when they beat Arizona State. Yeah, kudos, Coach Ersman and the team. Uh, now they have seven wrestlers that are ranked on the NCAA coaches' rankings. That is incredible. It is an absolutely great story. I think they trailed 13-3 to at halftime. I didn't know they had halftime during a wrestling meet. Okay. And uh, after the second half, or in the second half, they came out and dominated and took an 18-13 lead and then uh, held on to win 18-15, I believe. That's awesome. But no, what That's a huge. great night. It was a good, really good crowd. Uh, there at the Jack Stevens Center, um, my uh, weekend sports anchor went Friday night. He used to cover wrestling back in the day at Penn State uh, as a young reporter, and said he had cool. to try to remember all this stuff and how it goes. But uh, he said, "Man, it was fun. It was." And I was like, "Yeah, I can't. I got to get out there at some point and watch one of these duels." So he didn't go over there and ask uh, if he was coach was worried about the weather impacting the wrestling mate. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah, good. Uh, I gotta give a game ball and a jocks, well, sports bra, to uh, Caitlin Clark, who had 45 yesterday in what was a very compelling overtime game with Ohio State. Gotta give a game ball to the Buckeyes though, because they knocked off number two Iowa, giving them just their second loss of the year. And then Caitlin gets a jock strap because, frankly, I thought she flopped. An overzealous Ohio State fan. Ran onto the floor, holding her phone, wasn't really paying attention to where she was going. She bumped into Clark, who, by the way, spends about every other possession on the floor taking a bump and selling it for a foul. And I'm a big Caitlin Clark fan, so please don't take this as anti-Caitlin Clark speech, because it ain't. She also moved into, like, fourth position all-time, I think, in the scoring list, and she's going to be the all-time leading scorer, surpassing a former Mike Neighbors player. Kelsey Plum? Yes. Who's the others? Do we know? Uh, yes, there's a young woman who played at Missouri State. Her name is Jackie Styles, okay. and I can't remember who's ahead of them, but it's somebody you know. Anyway, the uh, I don't know if you guys saw the incident. I'll call it an incident. I didn't. I did not. I just read I about did see, it. I did see it. I thought Clark sold it, and then she walked off the floor like she'd been shot. Yeah. And then she was fine in the post game press conference. So I, maybe it was a little scary to her because she was jogging off the floor and didn't expect to be run over by a. Full-figured gal. But the point is, come on. We, we've we seen a lot worse than that, and you've been fine. So it would have been tragic, though, if something had happened, like she tore an ACL or something in the process. But, I mean, I thought it was pretty floppy, personally. I flipped over to watch the NBC pregame show for the playoff game, and it was the end of the game. And I sat there, watched the, the end of the game, then overtime, and it was fun basketball. Yeah. Those, those were two good teams going at it. They shoot it well. Yeah. Their post players finish around the rim. They pass it phenomenally. Oh, my gosh. And Clark pulls up routinely six feet behind the line and, and drills it. They're everything you wish Arkansas basketball would be. I, that was exactly what I was about to say. After watching Arkansas Saturday, it was refreshing to watch these two women's oh, this teams is how basketball should look. pass it around and get open looks, go to the basket, dish it off to somebody for a layup. It was it was, it was was offense. If she was finest. quick enough to defend or big enough and strong enough to defend in a men's game, I would love to see her try to 
run. Like, offensively, it'd be really fun to watch her take the lead for Arkansas's offense. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I would love to see her. Because I like. Yeah. It yeah. couldn't be any worse. She's a great passer, too. She yeah. yeah. Anyway. I know it's different, but still. Uh, I got more. Speaking of women's basketball, how about Tara Vanderveer, the head coach at Stanford, became the all-time uh, leader for victories. 1,203, surpassing some guy named Mike Kuzov. I don't know how you pronounce Nobody his name. Stanford beat Oregon, 65-56. Uh, yep, Koshyshevsky settling for second. Not bad. Hmm. How long has she been there? A long time, and she was at Ohio State, I believe they said, because they were talking about her during the uh, Iowa-Ohio State game. But anyway, she's got a top-10 team and just got a record-breaking win, so good for her. Happy I got any uh, jockstrap to the NFL. Let's change the rule. I'm glad the Chiefs didn't lose because of that stupid rule, but fumbling through the end zone is not a touchback in the other team's ball. It's still your ball. It should be your ball. Didn't dude have two touches and two fumbles? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. How about a jockstrap to the Kansas City? <laughs> like, why are you why giving you, it to him? Why do you keep running reverses and stuff at the goal line? I don't know. You know, that's the... It used to work for the Chiefs, but yeah. they had so many weapons, you never knew who was going to get the ball, but the number of weapons has dwindled to where now you've got Pacheco, and you got Kelsey, and you got Rice. Pacheco? Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah. Pacheco. There's no N. I like it, though. He's Pacheco. not German. He's not He's not Russian. It's like Plinko. The way he bounces off Pacheco? tackles. Pacheco. Sure, that's fine. Pacheco. That's my nickname. Yeah, well, it's not a name. I like the it's way a you're nickname. Running. You can't give him a nickname and just add a letter to his name, you sure. goof. Sure you can. Okay, then I'm changing your W to L. What? I like the way he runs. Wessel? He runs like he's... Less. What? Oh. He runs like 120% effort. It's very weird. Yeah, he does run like his hair's on fire. Which like actually is a bad way to say arms. something, because you should not run if your hair's on fire. You should get down. Yeah. Like Dre Greenlaw. He was running around like his hair was on fire, but he should have got down on the ground, stopped, dropped, and rolled. He almost <laughs> turned it over. Yeah, I was really wondering what he was doing. I don't know why he thought he was going to turn around and back. Unaware I don't know. Like I should just go down. He must not have thought about the clock. He was just so excited because he did make a hell of a pick to dive mm, over there. He and get did. It. Did uh, he almost fumble or did, was there in jeopardy? No, but a guy oh. took a big swipe at it, and yeah. I was like, bro, if you, if you cough that up, I'm going to freak out. Like I said, I missed the play. Oh, you did. Yeah. I walked out. He didn't go to back go and watch a beverage. He, let, I mean, and they showed it 19 different times. You didn't see the replay? No, I turned it off. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of kids over, and then they wanted to watch a movie, and so all the more reason I would watch the end of the game. Went to shut up, kids. I'm paying for this. Um, it I'm was not, over. That was the end. Uh, yeah, but uh, you didn't want to see the replay? Former Razorback? Anyway, that's fine. Uh, game ball to Roy McIlroy, who won in the Dubai Desert Classic. Remember recently, he three-putted from two feet in his last round, which helped lead to a second-place finish. Well, he mm-hmm. finished it off this time. Uh, Cam Cam Young was in the lead to start the day, and he ended up passing him and winning. I think he shot like 62 or 3 the day before as well, so kudos to him. He gets a game ball. Lydia Ko gets a game ball. 26-year-old from New Zealand became the seventh woman to win 20 times before turning 27. She is a rising young star. And speaking of rising young stars, remember this name. His name is Nick Dunlap. First amateur to win on the PGA Tour since 1991. He won at the American Express in Palm Springs. He goes to the University of Alabama. And he's a sophomore. His $1.5 million payment goes to the runner-up. What a deal, huh? Mm. After cracking the top 20 at the Masters last year, he was positioned for a $260,000 payout. Oh, that was Texas A&M golfer Sam Bennett. So we got guys that are making money if they were eligible to, you know, make money. So Sam Bennett passed on 260 for finishing in the top 20 at the Masters, and now Nick Dunlap wins, first time since 91, for an amateur, and he don't get paid either. So <laughs> sucks for him. Uh, also, speaking of uh, Alabama, Julian Sayan, the top-ranked quarterback of the 24 class, transferring from Alabama to Ohio State. Dave, Ohio State's been loading up. Yeah, and Alabama's had a mass ex- exodus. I've noticed a lot of Washington guys hitting the portal. wonder if they end up at Alabama. Alabama. Can they play at Alabama? They played in the national championship game, so Probably pretty I think good. some of them are pretty good. I saw a uh, mock draft the other day, and it had um, McCarthy, the quarterback from Michigan, going like 17th Jesus. or something. In the I, first would, round? I would be so upset if my team drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Pickskin got a lot of grief on uh, 
on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. We never got to it. What did he say? But apparently Thursday with uh, Freaky Joe, he's trying to say he would take McCarthy over 15 quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. No. Maybe Desmond Ritter. M- maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying McCarthy's trash, but, like, I, I don't I don't know that right now he's – we talked about this the other day. Like, I don't see how he's we a first-round like pick. A sixth I, round like pick. A third I didn't say sixth. I think third, but I don't yeah. see how he's a first-round pick. I have seen people saying he, he's going to go in the first, and I'm just like, ow. He's solid. I'd rather have Penix. Yeah, I like I'd him. I'd rather have Bo Nix. Oh, yeah, and for sure. And I don't sure. like either one. Well, they both go ahead of him, for sure. Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft came out. There's going to be like six quarterbacks in the first round if he I goes. I like DJ. He's pretty good. He had Bo Nix going to your New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I saw somebody else had mentioned that during the NFL broadcast this weekend. You know, we all talk about how Bo Nix is 30 years old and he's been playing college football forever. Michael Penix was, too. Yeah, but Bo's not that... He started as a freshman. That was the key for him, right? Yeah, I think... Penix did, too. Penix did at Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both Indiana played football. six years, I think. Okay. How about the dude that got his... Ninth year? Ninth year of eligibility? That's dumb. That dude has, like, 300 yards receiving for his career. It's like, hang it up, bro. Who is he again? He's a tight end. He's at Miami now. Yeah. That's dumb. He it was part dumb. of the uh, scandal at Oregon... Was it that so, so many of the yeah. players, uh, because of the way, the practice, and they had to go to the hospital, and yes. several of them, everybody sued the university and settled except for him. Yeah, he didn't, but he he was out for like two years because of that, and then he's just had a massive number of injuries that mm. he hasn't been able to overcome. Yes, I'd say kudos if you can stay in college nine years. Yeah, good for you. They're, they're called doctors. Most people are doctors. Yeah. He might be now. Um. I have a question for you guys. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to give a game ball to uh, yeah, I'm sorry. somebody. There are five quarterbacks who have took two different franchises to championship games in their, this century. Five Tom quarterbacks Brady, have taken two NFL, two NFL what now? Two different franchises to championship games. Okay. Tom Brady. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. Brett Favre. Uh-huh. Kurt Warner. Jared Goff. Good for him. Wow. I love golf. Great company. And yeah. then I was going to give a game ball to another golf, Coco Golf. She won in Australia? Yeah. She's uh, into her sixth Grand Slam quarterfinal. Good for her. She's only 19 years old still. That's crazy. She's been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Did you see some guy was heckling Novak the other day? I did. Talking about telling him to get vaccinated? It's like, dude, bite my butt. It's like, I mean, bro. Four four years years old. Come on. (laughs) Come on, dog. Um, Hey, let me ask you guys. This jockstrapper game ball, because I have been a defender of people who are accused but not convicted. And again, there may be nothing to this, but this is a pretty serious accusation. Now... I don't think that necessarily should change anything. Just because you're accused doesn't mean you did anything wrong. But you guys remember, we talked about this a while back, um, the uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. plays for Illinois. Yeah. He put like 30 on Missouri. And then they suspended him the next game. There was an incident at Kansas in the offseason during football season. He went, I guess, and saw some friends there. Ends up getting together with a girl. She claims rape. So he gets suspended from the basketball team immediately. But it's not even immediate because it happened during the fall. They investigated it, and they suspended him after the Missouri game, and he just had 30 in the game. Not that that has any bearing on the suspension or the outcome, although you would think that maybe they would pump the brakes a little more. So I don't remember. You remember I told you the story the other day. He threatened to sue the university to force them to make him, to let him play. Now, I don't know if he ever ended up filing suit, but he must have had a good case if he didn't because they let him play. And he came off the bench and helped them beat Rutgers over the weekend, 86-63. to 63. He played 28 minutes, had four assists, made eight of ten shots from the free throw line. So 16 points, I guess, total. Were the charges dropped? No. I think they're still investigating it. But again, it hasn't been adjudicated. So what is the old saying? You're innocent until proven guilty, theoretically, right? Right. He's facing the charge from a September incident. A judge ruled last Friday that the university had violated his civil rights and granted a preliminary injunction that required them to reinstate him to the team. Now, if you're Illinois, this is the best of both worlds, right? Because you get one of your best players back, maybe your best player back, but you also go, if it turns out he ends up going to court and they you know, prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he, in fact, did commit a crime, you go... What were we supposed to do? The judge said we had to play him. But that's the way things are supposed to work, right? Right. But every time we see a kid do something wrong, he gets suspended. Mm -hmm. Especially something as serious as a sex crime. Or a sex sex crime accusation. And again, I, I 
I can see both sides of it. But, I mean, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right? So you should right. be able to continue on with what you're doing in life until it's adjudicated, right? Mm. Don't we believe in that? In life? Well, I'm thinking back at the Alabama kid last year. He was kicked off the team immediately. The one that was involved in the shooting? Yeah. It's true. The one that actually did the shooting? Yes. Yeah. He wasn't really that, playing any. They, there was, yeah, he, was, he was, was like, hardly part of the team at all anyway. Right. It wasn't a star or anything. And I think in that case, you're like, yeah, he shot her. We can kick her off. We know that he shot her. How did you know? Without a... He's innocent until proven guilty. Did he Did he admit it? I guess if there's a lot of people that were around and probably saw it, and like, yeah, he did it. Self-defense? I guess, but... So I guess your, your, your bar is set at, if it's a he said, she said, you let him roll. But if, if a bunch of people saw you <laughs> yeah, do it, then you're busted. Like, yeah, he shot her. I don't know, man. Anyway, I just think it's interesting because that is very out of the ordinary. You do not see guys who are accused of a serious crime mm-hmm. get to keep playing. Oh. I mean, we see We've it. We've seen it with relievers in baseball. The, the reliever who sat out, what, two years? Yeah. Tre- was it Trevor Bauer? Yeah, I think Bauer. that's right, yeah. Huh? Bauer. Yeah. Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that in professional sports a lot, where if, like, somebody just gets an accusation, right. they're b- going to be suspended from team activities. Well, until... and again, I know I'm not saying that I don't know what percentage of the, the times that these people are accused in a very public way, a very public figure, that it turns out to be true. But for the times when it doesn't, it's real hard to get your reputation back because you're going to be pegged as a guy who does right. stuff like that. Even if you did, it was proven in court or the charges were eventually dropped. But I don't know, it's a tough, that's a tough deal. But I was just, I thought that was a, I won't call it a landmark case, but I don't remember a kid ever suing to get back on the team when he's facing sexual assault charges. So I'll be curious to see it. I don't know how quickly, you know, the wheels of justice turn slowly, they say. I don't know how quickly they can get that, uh, that thing in court, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, it's an interesting deal. It's eleven fifty-one. Got to hit a break. We're back in a second. You're in the zone, on the Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public. So we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, don't you stop on the party? Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8-888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8-888-8888. Been in a wreck? 
anywhere in the state. Just dial 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Don't have time to call? Message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live fan feedback. Or text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Now, let's get into the zone. Welcome back to 1156, and we're going to do some um, live fan feedback here, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery. And then we've also got some Southern Structural Solutions text line offerings, and if you want to share those, that's fine. But real quick, I saw Barstool Sports had tweeted this out. Uh, Hardman for the Chiefs. One carry, minus one yard, two fumbles, one catch, two yards. That's not a good day, is it? And how many yards? I thought he, car- I thought he ran for like seven or eight yards before he fumbled into the end zone. Or because it was a touchback, you do get the yards nice. before the fumble, don't you? They were pretty close. Yeah, I thought they were like two yards out. Yeah. Okay. And he was probably tackled at the. Well, he couldn't have gotten two. a minus one then. Maybe it was on the three. Was that a carry or was that the catch? The, that was a handoff. They handed it they off. Did flip it. No, they flip it forward is what I'm saying. You might be right. They, that might have been his catch. Is a good point. And he got how many yards on the catch? One catch, two yards. That's it. There you go. Right. From the four to the two. Okay. Fumble. You're right. Pretty bad. What do you got for uh, uh, Kevin? Or this is Logan and Cersei. Logan says on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, well, I was wrong about the Hogs. Just unbelievable how the Hogs just don't seem to have any fight in them this year. So sad. I thought they showed a little fight at the end. You know, Tremont Mark hit, like I said, back-to-back threes in the second half to make it a seven-point game. Uh, the crowd got into it. South Carolina had to call a timeout, and you could see the emotion from the team. I thought they were showing some fight. It was just then they gave up a 13-1 to run. That didn't look like much fight. Uh, why isn't the amateur golfer eligible to be paid when other college golf players are getting paid? It's a PGA rule. He can get NIL money. He just can't get... Yeah. He can't get... Because uh, he, he qualified as an amateur. amateur. And you entered the tournament as an amateur. Well, and, and again, the kid the Masters finished in the top 20. He didn't get a dime of that either. Yeah. So... It's a PGA thing. Yeah, it sucks, but... I think you should go like, hey, I, I declare professional. It's like, okay, here's your check, kid. I'm sure he got a bunch of followers on Twitter and TikTok and whatever after yep. this win. Maybe he can capitalize on uh, name, image, and likeness now. Maybe, Make maybe some money. I'll look him up real quick. Probably not the uh, $2 million. How much did he give up? Two, one point, two one point eight oh. or something. Mm. Yeah, I'm going pro. <laughs> no question. Yeah. I can't find his actual Twitter account, but anyway. Good for him, though. Yeah, it was a good weekend, without a doubt. All right, we're back in a sec. Stay with us. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. 